Witnessing to Mormons. The following is a conversation that one of our authors, Michael Coglin, recently had on his doorstep with a couple of Mormon missionaries. The audio came from a video doorbell, so there is a little bit of clipping. There's even some Steve Young and Mitt Romney near the end. We hope you're edified and encouraged. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going, Michael? Hey, were you here last time? I was not. Okay, no. it was a different guy. Okay. Yeah, so we do these things called like splits or exchanges, where we just kind of work with other missionaries for a day. Gotcha. And so I'm one of the missionaries that covers this area, and we just had a lot of exchanges this week. So Okay, so we got a sub. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm stationed down Plan B. Coffee. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm Michael. Nice to meet you. I'm Elder Adams. Adams. Elder Bangeter. Bangeter. Good to meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. love the shirt. So, oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, that must have fallen out. Um, yeah, did you read my card? Yeah, I did read your card. So what did you think of that? It was good. I, I liked it a lot. There was some cool... I love learning about other churches and things, and yeah. just learning about where other people are coming from and stuff, and I didn't know much about born-again Christians, and so it was really cool okay. to read through that and read some of your beliefs. So what do you think about, like, when Jesus says in John 3, unless a man is born again, he will never enter the kingdom of heaven, or he won't even see the kingdom of heaven. I can show you if you don't believe me. Oh, yes, sir. I know. I'm more familiar with that. Oh, yeah, what about. do you think of that? Like, if you're saying you're not born again and I'm a born again, mm -hmm. what does that say about your ability to get to the kingdom of heaven, right? For sure. That's a great question. Yeah, what do you think? So we believe that what Jesus Christ was referring to when he was talking to Nicodemus there, right, in John, mm -hmm. um, is that the phrase born again was to be, to be baptized, right? There's a few other instances in the scripture where Jesus refers to being baptized as being born again. Okay. Um, water, and so we believe that through the ordinance of baptism that we are, are born again, um, okay. and that's like the gateway that allows us to return back to our heavenly Father. There's some other things we have to do along the way, but that's the first step in the process. So basically, anybody that gets baptized goes to heaven, then. Um, by proper authority, yes, sir. Oh, if they're baptized by a proper authority. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you look at John the Baptist, he had the proper authority to baptize Jesus Christ, and then Jesus Christ gave that proper authority to his apostles. Okay. And so we believe that we have that proper authority to be able to baptize somebody. So, like, give me so an example of someone who wouldn't have the proper authority. So we believe that there's a time after Jesus, after Jesus Christ and his apostles were all killed off, mm -hmm. um, that the gospel and that authority was taken off the earth for a period of time. Um, until Joseph Smith. Yes, sir. Until yeah. Joseph came and so like restored it. 1800, 1900 years of world history and specifically church history surrounding the Bible and people worshiping Christ. Nobody really knew what was going on until like what are 1900 or whatever. So yeah, so we believe so the Bible we believe the Bible to be the Word of God, right? We have all the same mm -hmm. all the same books, right? From Genesis to Revelations, and we believe the Bible to be the Word of God. Okay. Um, so everything in there is we, we believe in as well. As far so, as so, you guys have the same Bible because it's Jehovah's Witnesses. They, <laughs> they have, have a like Bible, a little yeah. modified version. Yeah. Okay. So we're using the KJB. Yeah, I yeah. forgot. Okay. So you guys believe the Bible is the Word of God, mm -hmm. but it wasn't complete. Right. So we believe that over time, right? Because the Bible was translated a number of times throughout history. Um, and just over time, there's just truths and things that were lost, right? Because that central authority was no longer on the earth. So, what, like, what do you mean it was translated a bunch of times? Just different. from language to language, like, re rewritten down, maybe uh, people could have, like, said, oh, this wording would probably be better, which might change the 
definition of the verse or something, but even translating from Greek to English, there's some mistranslations there and things like that. Can you show me one of them? Um, one, one of these the, errors that was introduced? Or? So I wouldn't say it as much as, as errors, but it's just like as we learn more about the languages, we can get a more accurate translation. But okay. one of the things that comes to mind is in John 1.1. 1, 1, yeah. Where, uh, so that's, um, I know what the scripture essentially says, but I can't think of what it actually says right now. But near the end of the verse, it says, and the word was God. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the Greek translation of it, there is a preposition in there that wasn't translated into English. So a more accurate translation would be, and the word was a God. Mm, you believe that? Yeah, I believe that Jesus Christ is the God. But not the one true God? So because of one thing that you heard was wrong in a Greek version of the Bible? No, no, no. So this is based off a lot of things. So our wait. So you're saying that when it says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God," you're saying that the correct translation of what the real Greek Bible said is that it's the Word was a God. So that is from what I've. It's really yes or yeah, no. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, either that. I mean, I know history, yeah. I know textual criticism. I can tell you guys haven't done much study of, like, how the Bible's transmitted. So I'm trying to get a gauge of where you're at. Like, how we know that we have the right Greek yeah. is so much more solid than how you know even that Abraham Lincoln existed, okay? And yet, you're going to stand here and tell me we have the wrong Greek, and it's the difference between what everybody has believed in Christianity for 2,000 years and what your special group believes, right? I mean, that's that's essentially what it says, right? But so, let's just see something, though. If we just let's well, let's so pretend. So, if you would let me finish what I was saying there. Okay, sure. So, our our belief on God is that. Uh, how do I explain? It's it's a little weird to explain, but is it? Really? I, I can kind of, I I can explain it as God is like, I I heard it explained this way once, as, like an egg. And so an egg has an eggshell, an egg white, and an egg yolk. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of translate it to the three beings of what we believe to be the Godhead. So Heavenly Father, the first being, Jesus Christ, the second being, and the Holy Ghost, the third being, can be translated to one of each of those parts. They're three separate beings, but they are one God. So even though that was condemned as a heresy 1,700 years ago, uh, it's called, that's called partialism. Okay, that's where we say that God's made up of parts. Because um, your Bible that you said you believe has Deuteronomy 6, 4, right? Hear, O Israel, the Lord Yahweh our God, the your Lord is one. Yeah, we believe that to mean that they're one in purpose, not necessarily one in being. being. Yeah. You believe God has a physical being? Yes, sir. Yes, we believe that God has a body of flesh and bone, much like Jesus Christ. Okay. Wow. I didn't know you thought that. So God's just like man, kind of. He's perfected. Perfected. He's, um, what is the word? Exalted? Exalted. Yeah, that's the word. Okay. <laughs> so, who made God then? That's a lot of, a lot of deep talking that we don't like to really go into just because it's, 
it's complicated. It's one of those things like we we don't have all the answers, right? There's sure. just there's and just some also, things in this life that we aren't going to receive an answer to. No, that sure. Where faith and stuff comes we also from, recognize right? that it doesn't really matter because he is our God. To him, there's no one preceding him. If that makes sense, yeah. he's the one eternal. To, God. to us, there's well, no one if he's eternal, him. then he wasn't created, right? We believe that, you know, we all reach a point where we can receive eternal life, right? That's the purpose that we came here to earn. Yeah, so eternity can... that way, right? Like in the oh, future. Right. Like we're all going to persist eternally in the sense that we will all have souls mm-hmm. that will never go away. Okay, you and you and I, we all have souls that are never going to go away. That yes, sir. blade of grass, it's going to die and go away. Okay, mm-hmm. that truck's going to be gone. That lady right there, she's got a soul that's going to last forever, right? Yes, sir. But God goes back. But your soul started. Right? We don't believe our soul. Our souls are eternal. Just like you said, there's no beginning, there's no end. Flesh was made. Okay, so you believe that all souls are eternal? Yes, sir. Yes. So, like, my soul is eternal yes. with God. Yes, sir. And yes. Jesus' soul is eternal with God. And what did he do special in the moment? Like, the Jesus? Yeah, what's different about Jesus for me? Nothing. We believe it's pretty much the same thing about regular Christian or mainstream Christianity on what Jesus did. He no, I mean, earth, like, he, as a person, like, what's different from Jesus than who I am? Jesus. Like, is I the, wake up every day and I sin and I make, mm-hmm. I do all, like, what's different about Jesus and me is what I mean. Jesus is the only begotten of the Father. Okay. So he's. He's come from the Father himself, and he came down to earth knowing God's will, and because of that, he was able to not sin on earth. Okay, so you believe Jesus was sinless? Yes, we believe he lived a perfect life. And And because of that... Would you agree that I'm a sinner, I've sinned? Yes, sir. Everyone... You guys... There's only one being ever existed. So you agree that Jesus is sinless? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. And And that's why he was able to perform the atonement and go up on the cross die for our sins and okay uh how do they phrase it make our blood run white first like or, it says in isaiah right there were sins be a scarlet image yes yeah i knew what you meant <laughs> so so why did jesus need to make atonement because we wouldn't be able to return back to live with our father in heaven again that's the ultimate goal is okay. for so us to be able to live with god again and jesus christ was the one that made that possible through repentance so the father in heaven a physical being who's different from Jesus, and but you call the Father in heaven God, yes, sir. But you don't call Jesus God, but he was a God. You could refer to him as God, but it would be more proper to refer to him as Jesus Christ, from what I understand. I think the Son of God, yeah, the Son of God. And okay. so, when Thomas in John 20 sees the risen Christ and he says, My Lord and my God. Yeah, so he was wrong. He made a mistake there. Or? That's another thing. There's a scripture in the Book of Mormon that talks about, kind of clarifies. They're all like God, but they're one. They're three separate beings. And that kind of goes back to that whole so one and purpose thing. It is proper to refer to him as God as well. Okay, but but usually but, when we refer to God, it's God the Father. That's yeah. just an assumption that we have generally. It's ingrained in us, and we can't fix that. So, <laughs> so well, but that Jesus yeah. Christ is no lesser than God the Father. But they're different. They're separate beings. Beings. They're different yes. in substance. They're different mm-hmm. in their in, yeah, in one their in essence. purpose. Their purpose is to bring past yeah. the immortality and eternal life of man. So and then, and then you life. had the egg yolk and the egg. So you believe in a Holy Spirit? Yeah, the Holy Ghost or yeah. Holy Spirit. And is he That's God? 
Yes, sir. But it's a person is a spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't have a body. That's why we can each feel the. That's why we can each feel the Holy Ghost, right? Because you can each touch and prick our so hearts. So the Holy Spirit is immaterial. Well, he's a spirit. Spirit is technically material. I maybe I don't know. I actually don't know on that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so so then, w tell me about the atonement, though. How does Jesus Christ do something called atonement? For me or for anyone. How does that work? How does sacrificing a lamb cleanse you of your sins? Yeah. It's the same way. So back in the Old Testament, they performed sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus comes down and he's the perfect everlasting sacrifice. Okay. He committed no sin and because of that he can make up for all of us. Right. He made a pause. He stood in the way of justice so that he could advocate for us. Okay, so you just said justice. So Jesus came to satisfy justice? Yes, sir. And why did justice need to be satisfied? Because there's no way, because it talks about in the Bible, right? God cannot look upon sin with the least degree of allowance. Okay, so because because in your case, God the Father mm -hmm. is just and he's righteous. Yes, sir. And you've sinned, you've sinned, I've sinned. Yes, sir. All sinned. Well, why can't we just do nice things for others and, like, make up for it? Well, that's part of it, right? So we believe that, you know, part of it, there's grace, right? We're not we're saved by grace, but we're saved by grace after all that we can do. And so that's why we believe that you know Jesus Christ paid the ultimate price mm -hmm. and that allows us to make our sins right, right? That we can make them make the scarlet right go to white turn to snow. Because of, of Because what, of Jesus Christ's sacrifice, dying on the cross for us. So how, least, where does that what you do come in then? I'm, so we still have to live as best we can, right? Jesus did this amazing thing for us, and if we just kind of sit back and are like, oh, well, I accept Jesus Christ, right? It's kind of, it's not utilizing this amazing gift that he provided for us. He allowed, he gave that gift to us so we can learn and progress, and as we continue to strive to live a righteous life and live a life like he did, we can become, we can live with God again. But like the dude on the cross who believed in Jesus, mm -hmm. he didn't have any time to go and do, do nice things for people, right? Right. He, Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise, and then it wasn't that much longer that they broke the guy's legs, mm -hmm. and he died. For sure. But, did that guy get to go to heaven by grace, or did he not get to do enough? Like, was there, like, how, like does he have to be baptized? Like, nobody, nobody sprinkled water on him, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we believe, so we believe that there's a period of time, mm -hmm. right, the spirit was after I die, right, our spirits are separated from our bodies, and everyone that would have had a chance to accept Jesus Christ, will have the opportunity, right? There's a lot of people in this world that say, oh, well, you guys are going to go to hell because you never had the chance to accept Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So during that spirit world, there will be a time where there will be a place of teaching, a place of learning, where everyone that didn't have the chance to accept it will be able to accept it here on Earth. So like a guy like Hitler or some rapist or something, like they die and they get to be in a spirit world and then just go to heaven if they so, understand the right things or like... That's one of those things where we don't necessarily know, right? We trust that God knows everything, that everything will be satisfied, justice will be satisfied, and all those yeah. wrong things that people experienced in life, like all those Jews that were horribly slaughtered, and people that were raped, murdered, whatever it was, right? Justice will be met, and that people who did horrible things like that, um, there has to be a price paid. So what happens and, if somebody doesn't? Go ahead. I, I was just going to say one thing that's very important 
in there is that we believe that our spirit goes from our body to the spirit world. And because of that, our spirit dictates our thoughts, our conscious and everything like that. So our desires are going to be the same. We may have more knowledge available to us, but in the end, our desires that we had on earth are going to be the ones that we have in the spirit world. So okay. say a guy like Hitler were to go into the spirit like world. He'll and, still be a jerk. Yeah. yeah, he'll still be a jerk. And because okay. of that, he's probably way less likely to accept the gospel, even in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So is that why you baptize like the, the dead? or? Yeah, so the whole baptism for the dead thing is someone stands... Someone that's alive stands in place for someone who is no longer alive, right? So, like, Elder Banger, for example, could be baptized for one of his ancestors who never had a chance to receive the gospel, right? And so, like, I would baptize him on behalf of his ancestor, and then his ancestor in the spirit world would have the chance to choose whether or not he wants to accept that ordinance. They still have the choice. Okay. God is and- a respecter of agency. He's never going to make a decision for us, because if he did, he'd cease to be God. He's never going to force us to do anything. So if, if are you gonna get your body back after you go to the spirit world in your So after the spirit world comes the final judgment where we're placed into the kingdom of heaven or wherever else we may go. What and what else is there? So we believe in three glories of heaven. Uh, a celestial, terrestrial and telestial glory. And then um, for very special cases we believe in what we call outer darkness, which would be kind of like hell okay. but at, at the second coming of Christ everyone will be resurrected and perfected into their okay. uh, body their body and spirit will be joined together and then they'll stand before the judgment seat of God and go wherever their life choices basically dictates mm-hmm. and outer darkness is like hell for you yeah you it's in like the fiery thing or yeah pretty much and it's it's a special circumstance right so we believe that God is still merciful. Like each, they're called a degree of glory for a reason. Everyone, so the telestial, for example, is people who didn't accept the gospel of Jesus Christ on the earth and didn't really live a good life. Um, people in the telestial or terrestrial are people who didn't accept the gospel of Jesus Christ but still lived a good life. Right? There's a lot of people out here who like Catholics. Yeah, exactly. Like Catholics, right? They're still living a good life. They're doing the best they can. Okay. Um, and if they don't, what about the a guy like Christ, me? Like. I mean, I believe my version of the gospel that's different mm-hmm. from yours. Do I get to go to the really great glory one, or am I in the middle one? Or? That's... From our understanding of it, it's like someone baptized with the authority, or by the proper authority will make it to the celestial, the highest degree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm, I certainly wasn't baptized by someone with the proper authority, probably in your perspective. Even now, I look back and the guy that did it, he probably wasn't qualified even from my perspective <laughs> so 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 i can go to like maybe the middle one if i try to keep doing good mm-hmm. or you can still have the chance to accept it in the next life as well right like oh wow it's god is a god is a merciful god he loves all of his children he loves all of them perfectly um nothing's ever going to change that and that's why i believe that everyone will always have the chance to choose it's still never going to force it but that option will be there okay okay yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if I have any more questions. I haven't talked to Mormons in a long time. I used to have Jehovah's Witnesses visit me a lot. Um, and to be honest, I, I can't stand them very long. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time believing how 
the loving of it. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time believing how the loving Heavenly Father is only going to save 144,000 <laughs> yeah. or whatever it well, is. Well, I mean, he could save whoever he wants. God's in charge. That's true. Um, yes, sir. The, according to the Bible, everyone has fallen short mm -hmm. and sinned against him. And so as a matter of fact, if he saves nobody, he'd actually be right and just. That's what fairness would be. Right, exactly. Unfairness is that some people actually get to hear the gospel. Even more unfairness is that some people actually get to believe it and go to heaven with them. Um, but it's a good kind of unfairness to those who are recipients of grace. But I was just going to say, like, I found Mormons to be, uh, I'll just say kinder. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And most Jehovah's Witnesses don't seem... At least no some. You guys have studied. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't yeah. agree with you, but For sure, yeah. you guys seem to be able to have a conversation and you've, you've read this stuff. My problem is this. The Bible says there's one God. Mm -hmm. And it says it in all over the place. Yeah. Um, and so you can't have... And, and then textual criticism, like worrying about a little preposition where you think was there, like... I, you know, I've talked to people that studied all the Greek, and they said, not a chance. There's no I mean, way that's true. It's a mis it's a so, mistake. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, just off of that, that is the s studies of one member of our church who, who's actually pretty local. And that, that was just from his studies, and that's what I learned personally from him. So that's not official yeah. church doctrine there. Yeah, sure. So, and, yeah, I, th I actually thought that was more of the Jehovah's Witness thing. Yeah. Was, uh, adding that. Yeah, um, but 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 the problem is there's one God, and the Bible describes Him as three persons. So there's one God, one being, three persons, and it's incomprehensible. So if you told me to explain it with an egg or yeah. water and the sun and heat or whatever it <laughs> right, is, exactly. The, the point is I can't, and the reason I can't is not because I don't have like a good religion or I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is, is because he's God, he's so much different from what we can even comprehend that at some point you have to exhaust yourself being able to describe him. And you kind of hinted at that earlier. Yeah, there's things like, that we don't understand, there's especially some, about God. Well, here's the thing. You'll, there's things we will never understand because he's inexhaustible. He's inexhaustibly glorious. He's inexhaustibly incomprehensible. He's inexhaustibly perfect. Um, you spend every minute the rest of eternity studying a new thing about him that's perfect mm -hmm. and when you're done there will still be infinity more yeah yes sir um, and so so that's what i see and so when he sent jesus christ into the world jesus christ actually is god from from my perspective from the bible's perspective the bible that you guys say you believe says that the only reason you disbelieve it is that somebody has added on top of what was put so there and that's that the, is not where the basis of our belief came from our the basis of that belief comes from several verses in the bible that mentions the three separate beings of what we call the godhead present at a certain point in time one of the most common ones that we bring up is the baptism of jesus christ mm -hmm. jesus christ gets baptized you hear the voice of god say this is my beloved son with yep. whom i am well pleased and the yeah. holy ghost descends upon him like a dove yep there you see three different beings but still one God. Yeah, see, what I see is the omnipresent God exhibiting himself in space and time, which he doesn't exist in any way, in a way to relate to his people and reveal himself. So you can't, you can't see 
an incomprehensible, invisible, immaterial God who's not made of any parts and has no body. But God can't have a body. It's simple. He can't have any parts because if he has any parts whatsoever, if he has a body, then there's actually something he's composed of that is actually more basic than he is. God has to be the beginning of everything and the end of everything. If God was made of anything at all, that thing is more fundamental than God. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I see like, just philosophically, mm -hmm. at least. You don't, you don't have to say, yeah, yeah, we agree, but that God has to be completely immaterial and totally, we call it simple, uh, where there is nothing more basic or fundamental than he is. He's the fundamental. And so when I see the three persons of the Trinity at the baptism of Jesus, I mean, because of what, because of the way I read it, I don't see three separate beings, right? I see, <clears throat> I see the three persons who are the Godhead themselves. I see three separate beings, right? I see, <clears throat> I see the three persons who are the Godhead themselves, mm -hmm. and kind of like when you're in the spirit world as a spirit, but your body's here, you're not two people all of a sudden. You're not two beings. Even even in your own theology, you're still going to be one being. Yeah, it, you're just you're just in some way like in two realms or whatever, right? And and so I think I think that when God sent Jesus into the world to become a man, we need to understand that that's extremely significant because God's not a man. Jesus becoming a man was the ultimate act of humility. Philippians two, right, five through eight, mm -hmm. where it says he humbled himself by becoming obedient even to the point of death on a cross when he became a man. And so for Jesus Christ to do that and for that to be called humble, it only makes sense in light of the fact that he never had to be take on flesh in the first place. If he always had flesh, how much humility does it take to just show up somewhere? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I want you to understand is that salvation is provided only through Jesus Christ, the sinless son of God and yeah. the sinless man. That's but, but you have to understand that Jesus himself is the one true God. He is the only one who could have made that atonement. Mm -hmm. And and so it, it's by grace. It's not about your works. There's no second chances. Where a tree falls, there it lies, it says in Ecclesiastes. There's no second chances. When you die, every man is appointed to die once and then the judgment, Hebrews 9.27. When you die, you're going to stand before God and you will instantly be judged. You will either be judged because you were a sinner, a descendant of Adam, and you will be sent straight to the outer darkness, which I agree there's such a thing as outer darkness. We call it hell. You know, and, right. yeah. Different names. Well, and you can argue if it's fire and all the things. I don't, <clears throat> I don't get into some of those things. Right. Or you will be in the presence of God because you've been truly washed clean because your full trust was in the real Jesus Christ, not the one made up by Joseph Smith and whoever other, you know, basically a demon appeared to Joseph Smith, disguised as an angel, and created a new religion that's deceiving people. And I've known, I, I know, I have testimonies of Mormons who've been truly saved and born again out of Mormonism, missionaries who... We're doing the same thing you guys were doing. They were just as zealous and serious. And they were sure, like, I'm not going to let this born-again guy talk me out of this. I'm prepared for this. I know you've talked to other born-again people. You already, people's tried to do what I'm doing. But that's the thing. I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord to take care of you. And so I really care about your souls. That's why I'm standing here. I'm missing work. 
miss some time with my kids because I want you to know that there is a God in heaven who really does love his children. Not everybody's his child. You have to be adopted into his family by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And you will be resurrected one day. So there, there's a lot of stuff. You yeah. already have the same thing with. It's a lot of common beliefs, yeah. There's some stuff, but, you know, and that makes sense, same book. Right. Right. But as soon as you start going beyond what's written in the scripture into Book of Mormon and angels given gold tablets, and I mean, that alone is just too weird. But forgetting that for a moment, that I think it's weird, like, you just have to trust what God has said only. And Jesus affirmed what was here. He accepted worship when he walked on earth because he is God. And the Bible says there's no other gods, only Jesus. The only other gods the Bible mentions are all idols. All the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, it says in Psalm 96. And so if you think Jesus is just some sub-god to the real god, or that you're going to be a god one day, you're just creating idols. And you're committing a violation of the first and second commandment. And God will punish you forever just for that alone. Yeah, well, we appreciate you taking the time talking to us. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you answering my questions, yeah, too. Yeah, of I, course. I have, like, a book to help me understand Mormonism. If I ever mm -hmm. wanted to talk about ever, it, I thought, well, talking to Mormons would be better. Yeah, have you ever read the Book of Mormon? I have one that uh, the last group of guys Oh, made. nice, that's awesome. <laughs> and I haven't I haven't read much of it yet. It's just one that, I haven't read a lot of the books on my shelf as part of it. Mm -hmm. I, I was just going to say the best way to understand our religion is by reading the Book of Mormon. There can be several books about understanding Mormonism and stuff. Sure. The best way is by reading the book. Yeah, I'll check it out sometime. I, okay. I have, I have various books that I've. Yeah. I, I, I mean, basically, you're a busy I, guy. Yeah. Basically, I have a shelf of books. My daughter says, "I, why do you buy books? You don't need to go into your own." So yeah. <laughs> my sister does the same thing. My dad at home. So. Yeah, so. Okay. I have, I have various books that I've. Yeah, I, I, I mean, basically, you're a busy guy. Yeah. basically, I have a shelf of books. My daughter says, "I, why do you buy books? You don't need to go into your own." So yeah. my sister does the same thing. My dad at home. So, yeah, so that's awesome. So where are you guys staying? You're in Chillicothe. There's a lot of drugs down there. You notice that? Um, I haven't been there for very long. Uh, yeah, I so. think it's a really good. I, I guess people that run drugs from the south up to Columbus, I guess they go right through Chillicothe because it's right on the way. Ooh. And I guess there's a lot of drug activity there because it's enough of a city that they, yeah. Well, then I guess they need Jesus more than anyone else, right? No, for sure. Right? <laughs> How about you? You stay here? Yes, sir. So we're over off Tussing in Oh, Hill. in those apartments yes, there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where uh, that's where the last guys that visited me. I used to live in Park Place East. Okay. Okay, on uh, Tumwater Valley. It's like, you know, on the east side of, yeah, the, you sure. know, Park Place East and West. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was in there, and there was, okay. there, and that's, I remember them, because I remember them always riding their bikes over there. Oh, okay, yeah. Bikes? No, so uh, we have a car today. Yeah, we have bikes, though, so it depends on. But you're allowed to drive a car? Yep. Yeah, the church provides it for us. I it's a great resource. I thought you couldn't drive a car or something. That's why they always rode bikes. Did that change? Or? So it was more that the expense of cars was kind of steep and it was also really good exercise for the bikes and keeping sure, us mm -hmm. in shape and stuff so there but were now you're, a few things but now they're like oh okay. yeah we'll give them a car you drink for... coffee yet no no sir change that one no sir okay you guys heard of steve young yes sir i've heard steve young yeah yeah um, steve young he's brigham young's great grandson i think he's so he's some way related to him but yeah I can't he's played quarterback oh god that i recognize the name but i was like 
Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's the famous Mormon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's more well known because his yeah. football career. Well, what Lindsey Sterling's a Mormon, you know, she yeah, is. sure, yeah, yeah. A great violinist. Yeah, she is. I always question how much of a Mormon she is, because yeah, she's she's definitely straight away a little bit, but that's okay. A little bit immodest, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, I thought Mormons were a little more modest than that. Yeah, like, you know, you believe. We believe in modesty, but everyone has their ability to choose, so she wants to make that decision. It's her decision. It's not our place to judge her She's for it. She's going to get some teleological glory, though, right? <laughs> we'll see what happens. That's yeah. all up to God. Where's Mitt Romney go? Does he go to the extra one, or is he outer darkness? <laughs> Again, well, I don't know his life, so. It's not our place to judge where other people are going. That's all up to God. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it was good talking to yeah, you Yeah, thanks for taking the yeah. time out of your day. Really yeah, no, it. I enjoyed it. I, and you have my card. Let me get you one of my little cards there. Yeah. And you have one. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah I saw right. his. I read his. And, yeah, I'll yeah. give you another one here. You know Spanish? I don't know Spanish. I got my Book of Mormon here. I appreciate it. I figured you would have given me one if I wanted one. Though. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys have a nice rest of the day. Yeah, you too, Michael. You guys want a water or a Gatorade or something? I think we're all right. We'll be heading back to our apartment, right? I wouldn't say no to water real quick. You want water? (laughs) Yeah, that's what you don't mind. Thank you so much. You want water? Hold on. Let me see if I can.